Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Welcome back to Intuitive Art Sales. I am here with Lori Bars, who is an abstract, non-representational artist who's working with texture, mark-making, collage, and uh, capturing the feeling of places that she's been trying to evoke senses of calm and spaciousness through her work. She left her corporate job of 30 years last year and is now working as a full-time artist. She's had a really big year of firsts. So let's see, what all did she name off? She has completed and launched two collections, entered five exhibitions, uh, which was she was accepted to three of them, which is great. She's been a part of two gallery shows in New York and San Francisco. She did a live event with some interior designers. She did her first commissions and realizing that with all of this, she can really easily turn this into a job that is just as overwhelming as her career was. So really trying to focus on where she's spending her time and making the best use of it. How are you doing today, Lori? I'm good. good. I'm I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it very much. Of course. (sighs) Okay, where shall we start? You said, I've done all these things. Let's start with, what did you learn? What did you experience that you wanted more of, learn you wanted less of, kind of let's just get a feel for what are we trying to do? We are filming this in December. I know it's probably not going to come out till January, maybe February, but what do you want to do in 2024? Well, um, yeah, I've been giving some thought to that. I definitely want to keep developing as an artist. So that's probably the top of the list. I feel like I I made a lot of strides in that area this past year and it felt great. It felt good. Like the paintings I did at the end of the year, I could see a difference in those versus how I was feeling when I painted the ones at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Felt like it was flowing better. And I just want to keep keep developing my work, my voice as an artist, paint bigger. I don't want to go super huge, but you know, create more larger work. I think the income potential is there too. If you can sell those pieces, then it's more bang for your buck. But I think there's so much demand. I would love to get into a gallery or two. And, you know, I've kind of been keeping my eye on like what kind of gallery would I want to get into? You know, as far as the live shows, like the art walk thing I did, it was great. And it's also exhausting (laughs) for me. I find it, it. So I think I definitely want to do at least one this year, but I've even had the thought of doing one of the ones where you, you know, apply and it's a bigger deal show where you kind of have a booth and it goes over two or three days. But I think that may be too much for me this, this year, but maybe like in a couple of years, I might want to try for something like that. And even on Instagram, I feel like most of my, I have a pretty decent following engagement, but it's mostly other artists. And I treasure that because it's like, friends and community that I love. Um, a lot of these people I've known for years and and that we've grown together as artists and that's amazing. But I would I feel like maybe I need to kind of be reaching out and including interior designers and other people in that as well. And I, I haven't really figured out how yeah. to do that. 
Pinterest is is on my list too. I I've had an account for years that I used for the other art that I used to do, which was more illustration work. And I've kind of gotten back into it in the last couple of months a little bit, like creating some pins for my art. But I don't have a big strategy around that. And launching prints is another thing I've thought of. Well, it's just long, I know. And it's too long. I know it's like, you know, it's just probably too much if I try and do all of these things. So what do I focus on? You know. It it could be too much for a year. I think it's pretty accomplishable, but it just depends how much, like how deep we want to go into some of these things. Let me flip the question now and ask, is there anything in particular that you're struggling with in terms of any of these things that you want to move toward? I mean, I know there's questions about all of it, but like, what are your current things that you're maybe not sure how to do or have some hangups around doing even though you want to? Is there anything like that? I think figuring out just how to sell more work. You know, I haven't really been, um, I feel like the the show was a good way to do that, but I don't know if I have the capacity energetically for too many of those. So I guess growing my work on online sales, that's kind of the, the way I would like to sell more and figure out how to do that to tap into more of a an audience online. I can't say Instagram has been a huge source of buyers for me, um, mm-hmm. even though I've gotten a lot of followers. I don't get a lot of sales through that. I wonder if I can explore that and push that more, or maybe I just need to be focusing on growing my list, but then if so, how to do that. Yeah. So you said specifically, I want to do all these other things, but the thing I'm looking particularly to do is grow my online sales. And I want to work larger. I want to get into a gallery or two. I want to have one or two art walks. I want to grow my mailing list. I want to work with some interior designers. I want to do my Pinterest. I want to launch prints. A lot of those things are or can be in collaboration with whether it's exclusively like Pinterest or supplementing finding your audience online. Of the things you listed, is there one or two that are calling to you the most? Say gallery, getting into a gallery has been calling to me. One that I feel good about and that I feel like is is a good fit for me and growing my mailing list. So one of the ways that your Instagram can be used is essentially this is who I am and this is what it's about. Everybody thinks they have to, quote unquote, sell through Instagram and you can, but it doesn't have to be that you're making a ton of sales through Instagram for it to be useful for you. So first of all, Are you connecting with, looking for, following galleries on Instagram that you might like to be a part of? Yes, I have done that. I can't say I go and comment on their posts that much, but I have followed and I have like a little category on Instagram of galleries that I'm interested in that, you know, where I'm tracking that. And also growing your mailing list. How have you grown it up to this point? I have a sign up a couple of places on, well, on every page of my website, I have a place right. where you can sign up. I have a link to it in my, it's highlighted in my bio on Instagram. I talk about it pretty frequently in posts. Actually, in June, I just sent out a an email to, I, I went through all my friends and family and I got tons of people, like a lot of people signed up and actually made some sales that way. Um, nice. 
after afterwards. That was nice. And I do think there's a fair amount of artists that follow me and, and artists buy from other artists. I did have a sign up sheet at the, the art walk that I did and I got maybe eight people that way. Those are kind of all the ways I've done it so far. Good. Those are all great ways. I actually did an episode a couple couple interviews back uh, with Olivia Franklin on kind of how to not necessarily on growing her email list, kind of, but also on optimizing her website to grow her email list. So that'll be out a few episodes before yours. So when you see that, you can listen to that one. Let's talk about or let's think about brainstorm together some out of the box ways to grow your email list. You're already doing a great job, it sounds like, on Instagram with growing your email list. You also mentioned a lot of those people are artists, not that artists don't buy from artists because they do. But what are some other ways? How can we just grow your email list, kind of sidestepping some Instagram growth? So first of all, you also mentioned Pinterest. What happens when someone clicks a pen? What do they do? Well, I'm, like I said, I'm just getting back into it, but mostly I'm linking straight through to products like paintings. Um, you know, so I'll post a picture of a painting and then it links back to that painting on the website. I also have some blog posts I've done like on how to frame paper art. I have a post like that and another post about making collage papers. And I haven't done pens on those yet, but those would link back to the post. So yeah. I'm just trying to look for the easiest changes we can make to start because that's yeah. always the best place to start. When they go to your product page, is there a way to sign up for your email list on that page? I do have something in my footer on my website. So if you scroll, if you went to a product page, a painting page, but you have would have to scroll all right. the way down to the very yeah. top. There's a little join my collector's list. Email sign up in the footer. You should have it, but they are like one of the lowest converting sign up forms. Yeah. So what I would recommend, if you have this capability, is on your product pages, either have a hello bar. Do you know what that is? Where it's at the very top of your website. Uh -huh. You can put one there. Or you could have an exit intent pop-up, meaning as they're about to leave, a pop-up comes up that says, hey, would you like to be on my email list? So when we're linking our pens to our products, we'll have some sort of form to sign up there. Uh, you also mentioned blog posts such as how to frame paper art. You have not created pens for that yet, but pens to blog posts. This is one of my only reasons that I have blog posts. Well, I have two reasons to have blog posts. And I'm not saying if you don't have a blog, you don't need to freak out and go create one. But Reasons to have blogs are SEO questions. Like if your audience is asking a question, you can answer that question in a blog post so people can find you organically. And then it's also almost always a really nice way to then have a way to sign up for your email list with a resource. For example, for the paper framing post, you could say, hey, sign up for my email list and I'll send it to you as a PDF. Hmm. Like, we don't have to get super complicated here, but that's another good way to grow your list. And one of the most effective that I have found using Pinterest is having something related to the thing that they clicked on in order to sign up for your email list. 
Okay. And do you talk about that in the pen or is that just more like once you get to the post? Just once you get to the post. Although you can also create a pen for the thing Mm -hmm. or multiple different versions of that pen for the thing where they know I'm just going there for this thing. Okay. Right. Interesting. Those are a couple ways we can integrate it into our Pinterest. This is smaller scale, but also you mentioned I want to get into a gallery or two. I'm also interested in interior designers. So things like when you're doing this art walk with a bunch of interior designers, having a sign-up list on your table is great. I'm going to use the word networking, even though I hate it. There's got to be a better word. But networking with all the interior designers that are there, introducing yourself, saying, hey, I'm Lori. I've got that table over there. I love what you did with that thing. I'd love to stay in touch. And that doesn't necessarily mean at that moment shoving a newsletter sign-up list in their face, but like having a real 90% of this game is being a real person. Right. 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 Not, I have a business. I'm going to stand behind my table and I'm going to hope that everybody comes and wants my stuff. I'm going to give a really random example here. I was at my son's preschool this morning teaching a little art class for them because they're having an art month. And yesterday there was a note in my son's folder that was a really nice note from a teacher assistant that I didn't know, just saying, how awesome my son was and how he was quiet at nap time and he didn't flush the toilet because he didn't want to wake his friends up and how thoughtful of him and yada, yada, yada. And it was signed Nikki. I'm like, who is Nikki? I don't know who Nikki is. And then today when I went there, I was like, anybody know Nikki? I need to know who Nikki is. And she happened to come in the room when I was doing this art project and she was talking about how much she loved art. And I'm like, oh, you're Nikki. And so like, Just immediately, that connection, I was like, I want to know her more. I want to be friends. Let's talk. It doesn't have anything to do with my business, but it could have. Just those types of, I call them making people's day. Right. And when you do that, they're going to remember you forever. You're not just some person that was standing behind a table. You're Lori Barsh. She was the one who blah, 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 blah. So how can we do some more of that? And as we're making these connections, being like, hey, I have a newsletter list. Do you have any interest in it? That's the scary part is making that ask. But if you can train yourself to get more comfortable with that uncomfortable question, one, it'll become more comfortable. But also, all of a sudden, you're starting to get interior designers or galleries on your newsletter list. Right. Which, if that's the direction we're trying to move our business or do more of in the coming year, we need more opportunities to stay in contact with them because we don't always remember, hey, I need to go back to this list of galleries I have on my Instagram and go comment on some of their posts or whatever we're doing. Right. Yeah. The more contact points we have with someone, the more likely they are to remember us, buy from us, work with us, collaborate with us, et cetera. Yeah. So you are doing so many amazing things for your first year being a full-time artist. Like, I think you're killing it. Great job. (laughs) Thank you. 
But also, as we do more of these things, or even less of them, how can we optimize all of them to create more opportunities for ourselves? So I'm going to challenge you to let this be your, yes, we had some email sign-up things that we can do. But I want your big takeaway to be make their day, which can be very simple, and also make the ask. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm actually going to shut up for a second because <laughs> I don't like to just tell people what to do. I like to teach them how to think. Hey there, lovely listeners of Intuitive Art Sales. It's Jessica Craddock, your guide to navigating the exciting world of marketing from an authentic place. I have a special request for you. I have shared tips and insights and stories on how to connect with your intuition, boost your confidence, nurture your community, and maintain those all-important boundaries to create a fulfilling work-life balance. And the amount of support you have shown me is incredible, and your feedback is invaluable. So here's the ask. Would you please take just a few moments to leave a rating and a review for Intuitive Art Sales? You can share your thoughts, your breakthroughs, or simply why you love tuning in. It is this little small action that can have a big impact on artists worldwide, just like you. And I also want to say thank you for being a part of this family and for helping me find others who need help on their creative path. Your unique voice matters, and together we're making the world a more inspired and vibrant place. So with so much gratitude, thank you for rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast platform. It means the world to me. So if we're thinking about all the the two things I just said, making their day and making the ask, when we're thinking about the galleries we've already got on our watch list, think about one in particular. Which one's your favorite? What's one way that you could make their day and then make an ask? I was just trying to think about that. Like, how does that concept translate to online? Yeah, to re- well, to reaching out to these. Because I actually have reached out to a couple, two different, like smaller One's an art buyer, local art buyer, consultancy type place. And the other was a very small shop or gallery. And, you know, one of them, I went in and talked to the woman in person and just, I just wandered in one day and chatted with her. And then I followed up on email and I actually haven't heard back. And I'm trying not to be like, okay, I get too personally, you know, who knows? I I did tell her, hey, you know, I'm probably not going to be ready to provide any art until next year, early next year. So who knows? And the other person I didn't hear back from either. But yeah, I'm like, what could I have done to make their day? I don't know. Maybe just say, I I love your business. I love what artists you have in your place. That is one way that you could do it. I'm trying to think of some other things that we could add in there. Because like I said earlier, the more touch points we have with them, the more likely that is to turn into something. So you went in in person, which is great. That's the highest level of connection that you can make with someone in an individual interaction. So good job. You followed up with them via email. You didn't hear back, but still good job. Just because someone doesn't write you back doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, you never know, right? (laughs) 
There are so many things that I have to respond to that I need to get to. And I may not ever get to all of them. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't respect or care about or think about. And I get to as many as possible, for sure. But in someone in their situation where they probably have a lot of artists reaching out to them trying to get into their gallery, you may have fallen through the cracks. This is another super random example, but I'm going to give it anyway. This is not necessarily make your day. But my husband has been doing these shows for, let's just say his art, so I don't have to go through the whole spiel. And at the last show he was at, someone walked up to him, a wife, and was like, oh, these are beautiful, but I'm going to let my husband make a decision and just kind of walked away. I don't think that that husband was at a place to want to buy anything, but obviously his wife liked it. So my husband being my husband was like, hey, whatever his name was, uh, let's call him Scott. Hey, Scott, be a hero. Come on, Scott, be a hero. Like just joking with him, showing some personality and like encouraging him to be a hero for his wife. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, he got an email that said, Hey, John, I'm the guy you told to be a hero. Can you send me your pricing list? That level of humanity alone, it wasn't a make your day moment. I mean, kind of, because it was funny, maybe. Right. (laughs) But just that level of humanity with someone makes them remember you Mm -hmm. and also has a greater potential to lead to something. Do you know your love language? I did do that years ago, and I'm trying to remember. I know there's like acts of service and... uh, There's acts of service. Gifts. Words of affirmation, (laughs) gifts, touch. There's always one that I can't remember, and it's never the same one. One of mine is touch, and maybe like words of affirmation or something. Okay. So words of affirmation come pretty naturally for you. What are some, I'm going to call it unique, ways that you could give words of affirmation to this gallery as a touch point? You know, cite a specific artist they carry or a group of artists that I really like that they have, or just maybe that I really like the whole vibe of, you know, one of what they're doing and... Yeah, showing that you're paying attention to them. Right. There's one I have my eye on that's new. And I, th- I think that it seemed like the, the women who were starting it seemed really cool. They have an artist I really admire. They're local. And I, it seems like it would be really fun to be part of it. I haven't reached out to them yet. But maybe just to say, I really, you know, I've looked at a lot of galleries in town. And you kind of stood out to me as one that I really want to be part of or something. Yeah. I'm thinking about, I had a client that, physically mailed me a Christmas card and said something like, it had a picture of her family on the back of it. And it said something like, thank you for everything you do. Just so you know, these are the people that you're helping me support. And it was so nice. I was like, and I looked at it like 20 times. And then I hung it on my fridge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like little things like that. Like I'm going to send you a postcard or I'm going to send you a piece of my paper art that maybe I'm not going to do anything with, but I think that you would like, and you could hang it in your office. And I just wanted you to know that I've been following you and this artist is amazing. And I'm so glad that you're working with them because, and 
you know, you really make a difference to this community and, you know, you're using your words. If you could express gratitude to that person for what they are doing, what would you say? I like what you just said. <laughs> I liked it too. It was pretty good. It was. Don't copy that. To me. What did uh, I say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, but I like the art, artist you're carrying and kind of the feel of what you put together in terms of your gallery. And it just seems exciting and I want to be part of it. But even before saying, I want to be part of it, like, can we just like, yeah, give them some love? Yeah. Another, another example, a past client of mine posted a story on her Instagram stories and it was a, like a Spotify end of year digest. And my podcast was number one on it. And I was like, so touched that. Not only was I on there, but I was number one. And not only was I on there, but she shared it to all of her friends and followers. Wow. And it was just such a a nice, I don't even know that it was like a grateful thing for her, but it felt like I'm doing something good and she sees it and she appreciates me and I feel gratitude for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could be a mix of I'm going in and introducing myself, which you've already done, writing a follow-up email, sending a card or a gift or a piece of art or a $5 Starbucks gift card or a, whatever they like. Like the more research you can dig in and like, who is this person and what do they care about? I don't know. Maybe you know their name is John Smith and... You Google them and they have something online about dogs and how they have two dogs that they love. Send them some dog treats or, you know, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. But the more you pay attention to that person as a human and not just I need something from you or I want something from you, the more they're going to feel it. Yeah. What about like reposting in your stories? some one of their of course you can do that and that is always nice however the more thought you can put into that repost meaning let's say they've got an opening coming up and you think it looks really great you could repost it with hey artists in the delaware area this is one of my favorite galleries their lineup is amazing at so-and-so and at so-and-so are two of my favorite artists. You don't want to miss this. Here's an event reminder button. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I support yeah. that person? Because half of this is really, not half, all of this is relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can write the best content and make some sales, but blah. Yeah. If you can grow a community inside of your online by first being the person you want them to be, the more they're going to reciprocate, the more they're going to help you grow organically by doing the same for you. Hey, artists in the Delaware area, Lori is amazing. You should check her out. Yeah. You want to think about any relationship you're trying to build with 
these interior designers to galleries as a collaborative effort. Right. You always need something and they always need something. How can I give them as much as I can of what they need? So they'll support me as well. Not everyone's going to support you back. That's that's just a thing. Some people don't care about other people or don't have the time or whatever it is. But the more you make that a practice, the more you're going to get. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't, hadn't really ever thought about it that way so clearly. So, yeah, it's a great perspective. I'm definitely going to. That's getting my wheels turning. (laughs) Yeah. So instead of going and saying, how can I make viral content or whatever? I mean, that's never bad to know, too. But that's secondary to how can I actually build relationships with some of these core people that I would love to be partners with? Right. Maybe identify more of those people, too. I mean, yeah. Especially local, I think, because then you can, those are the people you can actually see face-to-face easier. <laughs> I'm a big fan of really honing in on local first. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've been doing a good job of connecting and supporting the community around you and growing from there. Right. Because yeah. it's easier to grow from there when you have that base. Yeah. And a right. lot of people come back from that and say, well, nobody in my town is art buyers or whatever. Yeah. I will just say I've heard that from just about everybody ever, <laughs> which doesn't make it true. It just yeah. means you're not either offering the thing that they want to buy, which, you know, is a tricky. You got to figure out where that overlap is of what you want and what they want. Or I'm just not really doing a great job of marketing and selling my work. Yeah. Usually that's the real thing. No one wants to go there first. They want to go. It's all these other problems. Right. Which is understandable. But look at, I'm not saying you, but look at yourself first and see how could I be doing more if it's not, not more, but better if it's not working. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like the one show I did last year, the local show, made me realize there's a lot more potential to be capitalized on here in the local area than I maybe had thought because I've been more online focused or, you know, which is more of the bigger world. Um, Most people are because it's safer because you're behind a screen. Right. And also you think, well, one, well, there's nobody around me that's going to buy anything. But also I need to be bigger. I need to get my out art out in front of everybody and you will yeah but start with one area you hear no i'm going to use my husband again because we're working a lot on growing his business right now we live in the durango area which is not a bad place for his product however we found a better place which was the Phoenix area, simply because of the demographics there. He welds steel into what look like wooden logs, and they go on gas fireplaces, gas fire pits for your outdoor fireplaces. So they have a year-round situation where they've all got fire pits and they're all using them and they're all retired and like partying in their backyard, right? So it's just perfect spot. 
So once, well, I guess it's more like twice a month now he's going down there and he's building his business in one spot, mostly in Phoenix, while we're also, well, I say we're working to grow his online presence. I'm telling him to grow his online presence and he's not doing it, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. But we're we're mixing the two, right? Because all of that online, let's say he had some really great blogs that are informative to help with using his product or using the environment for his product. And we had some SEO going on. And he was creating some relatable content and doing a newsletter, like all of those things in conjunction with just really saturating the market down there. He has the potential to grow outside of that while he's building his core face of people right. who are already recommending him to each other. And the more people who buy from him and who he connects with, the more that grows and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So I yammered on a lot today. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. What are your takeaways, things that you really want to focus on as you're moving forward from this conversation? Well, I think I'm going to make some of the changes we talked about to like well, for email sign-up purposes on my website, but on product pages, having an easier way for people to sign up for my email list, maybe some blog posts, kind of tweaking those to have like a resource. Also focusing on make someone's day, <laughs> the, the local, whether it's local or not, but just, you know, relationship building. Um, whether it's, you know, when I go visit somebody or reach out to somebody locally or maybe on Instagram through repost of a story or whatever, just trying to think of ways to really support them without maybe even making any kind of ask first mm -hmm. just or at events. I mean, there's that one interior design firm that I did the art walk with also said, you know, hey, you can come in sometime and do a presentation of your work and what you're about and I haven't taken them up on that. So I'm trying to get creative about that. So yeah, and maybe just a little more of a local focus, I think, and building relationships locally than me this year. Can I recommend, I don't want to give you a number, but even one, let's say like, do you work on your art business how many days a week? Well, it varies, but I mean, on average, two days a week, I guess. Okay. Maybe. So for those two days, can I challenge you? to say, I have to make at least one person's day today. That's the first thing. Because okay. you can get that out of the way pretty quick and then move on to all the other things you need to do. Yeah. But that'll keep it front and center. And when it becomes a habit is when it's really going to start to work. And do you think that that, is that like, it could be through an email I send or sending a piece of art like you said or okay so your other homework is to take all the ideas that you had from the call today mm -hmm. and start adding your own to it ways i could make someone's day just to have a go-to resource and then you can personalize it from there but if it's like send a piece of art like oh what kind of art do they enjoy like if if it's a gallery what kind of art are they picking all the time obviously it's not always going to match exactly what you're making but I picked this one for you because I noticed you're always drawn to reds. And so mm -hmm. this one has a lot of red in it. Yeah. 
what else did we say? We said emails. We said introducing yourself in person. We said follow-up isn't really a make their day, but it is a excellent thing to do. Um, words of affirmation, reposting their stories with something really thoughtful. I think those were all the things we listed out today. And then other ideas are going to come to you when you're not really looking for them, especially if every day you're like, oh, what could I, what could I, what could I? And then one day you're going to go, oh, that's a great idea. Go write it down on your list. You, Let's say there's only one gallery you love. This is not true, but let's just pretend there's one. You just go down that list and you start checking them off. Do one and then do another one and then do another one. Like try lots of different ways. With the same gallery. With the same gallery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember more touch points, more memory, more success, more chance of one of them resonating with them. Yeah. I guess you have to balance that with just not over bombarding somebody. To... Okay. So let me clarify. When I said that, I didn't mean twice a week, reach out to one gallery forever until they respond. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say one more thing, and I'm I'm not going to expand on it because it's we're going over here. But I keep a list of people too, being all kinds of things. But one of those things being galleries and interior designers. In your case, people I want to collaborate with, so that yeah. I remember. Okay, have a and you can even put little check marks by their name. I reached out once. I did something nice. I sent them something. I said hello. I recommended their gallery opening. I went and visited their gallery opening and introduced myself again. Like, yeah, also some check marks. So you can see the the power of doing it more than once. Okay, good idea. And then once something works, count up how many check marks it took. You can yeah. still say, oh, that took five. I want to try to do five with this person. I want to try to, oh, that time it took six. Oh, that time it only took three. Thank we you start so much for listening to this episode. If, I, if you, you know, haven't yet, be sure to subscribe so make you can get or make an ask or reach out or all of these things ready. we've talked about five times, 50% of the time, something comes up. So we start to look at it as that. Right. Which you don't have to do, but some people bring it. Be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketexcited. I would love to read from you. Spreadsheet. Okay, good. I'm so glad. I love spreadsheets. Don't, yeah. don't throw rocks at me. No, I kind of do too. It's weird. It's, I don't know. That's a good way to get my, organize my brain, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Lori, where can people sign up for your email list? The best place is my website, which is lauriebars.com. That's two A's in the, in the last name. So will you, will you just go ahead and spell the whole thing for us real quick? Sure. It's L-A-U-R-I-E, B as in boy, A-A-R-S as in Sam.com. And my Instagram, you can also link through to my sign up page there. And that's just at Laurie Bars. Perfect. And if someone wanted to reach out, get to know you, communicate with you, say hello, would you rather they do the through email or Instagram? Either one is fine. I don't have a preference at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for coming on and talking about one of my favorite subjects, which I call relationship marketing. 
I need to talk about it more because it's one of the biggest things that I teach. And so I need to talk about it more, right? Well, it's good. Well, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye, Laurie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketcup. I would love to hear from you.